Hey besties, thanks for tuning in with us. Life is hard, families are weird, work is tough. So this week we are talking about doing the best we can with weddings. And today we have a special guest with us, my good friend Kylie. So welcome Kylie. Hi everybody, I'm so excited to be here today. My wedding is in 28 days at the time of this recording. So weddings are certainly taking up a large portion of my brain space these days. Um, And I'm excited to talk with you all. Yeah. You want to jump right in? Sounds good. So to give you a little bit of context, um, my fiance and I got engaged in June of 2020. um, And we wanted to do a spring summer vibe. So we ended up booking a venue for May 2021 pretty quickly after that, because everybody says you're supposed to do it a year out and blah, blah, blah. So we picked May 2021. Um, And once we had a date, we started to make a guest list, which with everybody's input, uh, eventually grew to be like 215 people, which is a lot of humans. Um, And all of these people got sent a save the date at that point in time. Um, So at that point, we were only like three or four months into the pandemic. And to us, at least the idea of a decent sized gathering about a year later, seemed pretty feasible. And here we are today. Um, so anyways, uh, several months after some not so positive gathering guidelines, um, we decided to change our venue from an indoor location to an outdoor one to maximize the possible attendees and to make it safer for our family and friends. Um, and changing venues pretty last minute meant updating vendors, finding a new hotel and a bunch of other logistics that was not all that fun to handle. Um, and so regardless of our outside venue, we knew that 200 plus people probably wouldn't be possible even come the time of our wedding, which fun fact, it is now possible in our state beginning the day before our wedding date, um, which was just announced a few days ago. So I guess, you know, it all could have worked out, but (laughs) instead here we are, um, But we've already uninvited half of our guest list. Um, We sent them a little card in the mail, which hopefully was well-received and people weren't too upset about it. Um, But if you're wondering what happens when you mix family dynamics from both of our ends and add the layer of who's paying for what and try to uninvite 100 plus people, family and friends, it's not a very good time and I would not recommend. So in in addition to cutting the guest list, we also had to rebuy the RSVP cards because we changed the meal choices after we had bought the first ones because we found out the venue was giving us a tasting and we picked something different, which was a rookie move. Don't order things until you're really, really, really sure what you are planning on doing. The bottom line of all of this is that these invites ended up being really complicated and getting them completed, stuffed into the mailbox was a dramatic series of events and I was so ready for it to be over. Um, And so this is where the, this invitation saga took an unexpected turn. You guys ready for it? (laughs) Buckle buckle up. So in addition to planning a wedding in a pandemic, we also bought a house, moved in together and got a quarantine puppy. It's totally fine. There's not stressful at all. It's all good. Um, And so at our new house, the post office is like a five minute walk from our house. So I put the quarantine puppy Griffey on his leash 
put my invitations in a big gallon Ziploc bag and walked over to the post office to put them in their mailbox and then do a little happy dance that they were out of my hands and on their way to people. So I'm at the mailbox and I'm counting the invitations one last time to just confirm that I have them all before I put them into the abyss of the mailbox. And all of a sudden a dog runs across the street and rushes up to me and Griffey. And Griffey's still a puppy and he's still learning his manners. Allie has probably heard him a time or two not being great with his manners. Um, we're, we're working on it. He may or may not have, right before I recorded this, eaten our couch a little bit. It's fine. Um, so when this dog ran up to us, I immediately panicked and worried that Griffey would get nervous and be upset at this dog who was in his face. So I hustled across the street with my gallon Ziploc bag of wedding invitations and two dogs that were trying to like sniff each other's butts as we're walking to try to find the dog owner. So one, he would leave us alone and two, he wouldn't get hit by a car. So in the process, I put my gallon Ziploc bag on the sidewalk against the fence of the house that the dog came from so I could better control the dogs. You may see where this is going. So I put the bag down and I go walk up the steps of the porch and turn around and this stranger dog has lifted his leg and is peeing on my bag of invitations. Oh. The invitations that cost more than paper should cost, that <laughs> caused arguments, took hours to stuff and tape and stamp. I was horrified. So not going to lie, I let out a little scream, which then caused the dog to back off. And luckily, when I ran over there, there was only like three drops of pee on the outside of the Ziploc bag. Most of it was on the sidewalk near it. And none of it was on the invitations, which oh God. it was that dog's lucky day because we would have had a problem if there was pee on my invitations. <laughs> um, and so to finish this tangent, after that crisis was averted, I still had to find this stranger dog's owner because I needed to give him back. And so I went up to the porch and it turns out that this is a multifamily home and there were four different doorbells. And so I was like, how do I go about this? And so I did the only logical yet annoying thing and rang all four doorbells and started to knock on the front door that I think led to an entryway where no one was going to hear it. But eventually somebody came outside and was very confused and was like, I don't actually know if this dog lives here. Maybe it's that dog. I don't know. And then finally the owner just called him from the backyard and he went off running as if he hadn't just given me this small heart attack. After all that, I continued to inspect the invitations, make sure that there was no dog pee on them put them in the mailbox and walked away. So overall, it's been quite a time planning a wedding in a pandemic, but we're almost there. Um, obviously, there's much larger issues happening in the world and much larger impacts of COVID. Um, but to any other brides or grooms navigating, planning through this time, it'll all work out. And at the end of the day, you'll be married. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Did you yes. ever meet the dog owner? No, she kind of just like came around from the backyard and like waved him over and he went and she just walked away. But I'm like, do you know if if damage was done or like the dogs got into a fight or something, then I would have said something. But instead, I was just like, I got to go. It's <laughs> pretty irresponsible to just let your dog run in the middle of the road, see other dogs. Yeah. And, and it's a pretty like hopping road, like the with the post office there it's a pretty 
busy street. But after I was like, I put the mailbox in the invitation, I mean, the invitations in the mailbox and was walking away. I did see her kind of like chasing him around other people's backyards. So I think maybe he just had a getting loose problem in general, but And then she put, oh, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Like your dog is like now like MIA. Like at least acknowledge the inconvenience that you have now caused on me and my small puppy that is now borderline traumatized from (laughs) that. Griffey's by no means small. Griffey is is potentially bigger than Kylie. (laughs) He's he's like 60 pounds, and but he is like when he stands on his legs, we're almost the same height. Oh my he's, god. Wait, but he's really cute. He's a golden doodle. I'll show oh. you a picture. This is not good podcast material, but I will <laughs> show it real quick. He, he's a rather large, large dog. Oh, it's not, yeah, he's pretty cute, but also a beast. And he's going to training next week. So cross so, our fingers. Didn't pee on a stranger's wedding invitations. Yes, that that would have been a real big bummer, but I'm really glad it didn't happen. Also smart of you to just have them in a plastic bag because like in my head, I don't know if I probably would have like had them wrapped up in like a rubber band or something. Like I would have never thought to put them in a bag. So like you were kind of smart to protect these without even knowing that you were protecting them from this. <laughs> right. Well, to be honest, at first I had like this, windbreaker that's probably from like the 80s and it has like this massive pocket on the chest and I was trying to just stuff them all in my pouch Mm. and they wouldn't fit so then I broke out the gallon ziplock but yes either way I'm really glad they were proactively protected from (laughs) dog pee (laughs) I feel really bad that you had to cut your wedding invite list like that must have been like MySpace like top friends all over again of like, (laughs) like which round are you that sounds awful. Yeah. I'm That's, so no, I was very fascinated. I mean, I imagine like other brides and grooms had to do a very, like, what is your process during this? Like, is it like, who are the people that I can piss off the least? <laughs> yeah. Like, we we kind of had, we kind of had like an ABC team type mm. of deal where it's like, we went through and like highlighted like the absolute must have people, which is basically like our immediate family, like close aunts and uncles and grandparents. And then we made like a B team that then included like some close friends. And if we could widen the circle, like that's where it would be. And then kind of C and on was like people that would be great if they were there, but weren't super close to us, maybe like some extended family or like parents, friends, things like that. Um, And went from there. But yeah, we didn't make the decision until pretty late. And even at that point, the state guidelines weren't at the number that we had invited we just kind of hoped for the best (laughs) Um, like like knowing that vaccines were coming and that things were gonna start opening up we kind of just like crossed our fingers and to be honest the town that we're getting married in had chosen to be under the state's guidelines so like the state right now was saying 150 the the town said 100 and we had like 110 so we were like up until a few days ago like really hoping we didn't have to find 10 people to cut after they've already RSVP'd because that would just be really unfortunate, but it's all going to work out. <laughs> Yikes. And at the end of it, you get to be married. Exactly. And also fun fact, it really costs like $20 to get married. Like the town, our town for our marriage license, it's like 20 bucks. And I'm like, why are we 
doing all of these other things. <laughs> Obviously, I'm excited too, but like in reality, all if anybody's wondering, right? If anybody's wondering, you can pay twenty dollars to the town and get married. You just need to give them like three days' notice. And it's fine. Wow, <laughs> putting that note in my pocket for later. <laughs> well, I am not married. I am not engaged, but I have been in a wedding. And wow, what a time that was. Uh, so this is pre-COVID and it's a family member's wedding. Love this family member. So honored to be in the wedding, um, but definitely had some obstacles uh, with the wardrobe. So we bought these bridesmaid dresses like right from the start. Already wasn't that flattering on me, but you know, not my wedding. So I'm like, if this is what you want, I will buy it. Great. Bought it, put the dress in the closet, didn't think twice about it. And then shortly after I bought the dress, the bride um, let me know that she was pregnant and that because she was due right around the wedding date that she was going to be moving the wedding um, to over a year later. I mean, smart decision, right? Like you want to enjoy your wedding day. You don't want to be like, I could go into labor in any moment. (laughs) (laughs) a week ago so smart decision great super support it but really just like didn't think about the bridesmaid dress that was just sitting in the closet until fast forward now it's almost two years after I've bought this dress a month before the wedding and I'm like maybe I should try it on well good idea (laughs) in those two years I got some boobs and this dress that was like tight to begin with it was like a very tight dress now doesn't fully zip oh so (laughs) a lot can happen in two years that's a big like bodies change yes (laughs) and I was pretty like young teen no late teen young 20s so it's like your body changes mm-hmm. and I immediately call the place that we got the dress from and explain the situation wicked nice on the phone tell me to come in I can exchange it since the tags are on I've never worn it great so I drive like the hour to this dress shop bring it in the employee looks it up in the system and says I'd be happy to exchange it for you but we don't have this color anymore we discontinued the color months ago oh shit. Like, seriously, I'm like, what am I going to do? And so she lists off all these other shades of purple that the dress comes in. And I'm like, this is a me problem. I'm too scared to tell the bride. So I text the maid of honor and guess what? Her dress doesn't fit either. So I'm like, all right, there's, there's power in numbers. She's <laughs> bridesmaid. And she's like, oh, I didn't even think to try mine on. So she does also doesn't fit. So I'm like, all right, now there's three of us and we embarrassingly tell the bride and we're like, but we can change the color. Like we can just move to one of these skews that's a little different and we'll all magically fit in our dresses. And the bride's like, I am not making any color changes a month before my wedding. So I go to alterations department and it's a lot easier to take a dress in than to take the dress out. But this woman, good old Portuguese woman, back to my heritage, super appreciated it, (laughs) bonded over that. And she was like, I will take care of this. So I'm like, okay. So now it's like getting close to the wedding. About two weeks before the wedding, I come back to try on this dress that was supposed to now zip. And she accidentally took it in instead of taking it out. Oh, no. Cut fabric. It's hard to put it back on. 
Oh no. The saleswoman, because the alterations department is like part of the store, is trying to zip me in this dress. And I'm basically feel like I'm in like a corset in like the 1800s. And I'm like, I don't know if I can breathe in this. We get it zipped and we're trying to figure out like what we're going to do. I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm going to pass out. It's like a summer wedding. They try to unzip the dress and the zipper like breaks off of the dress in the saleswoman's hands. Now <laughs> crying. And I'm like hyperventilating crying. My mom's there and she's like, Allie, I need you to stop crying because every time you do that, your your stomach exhales and it's like gonna rip the dress a little more and we can't get this off of you. And now I'm stuck in this dress that I can't breathe in two weeks before the wedding. And the alterations woman comes out and cuts the zipper now she has to replace the entire zipper but she said she would do that for free because like not my fault that the zipper broke the wedding is in two weeks and my dress does not have a zipper up the back and I can't breathe in it so she's trying to see if she has the leftover scraps from the fabric that she can like take it out a little bit I'm like this is an absolute disaster right and so talk about body image issues is I'm like this is great like (laughs) Yes. And so three days before the wedding, I bring my best friend with me and we go because I'm like, I can't go try this dress on alone. And we go, we try on the dress and the zipper is fixed and I can get in it. But like, it is a very, very tight dress. My parents are also going to the wedding since family member. And they're like, maybe you should bring a backup dress. I'm like, the bride isn't going to have that. If all of a sudden I'm in like a different dress at the reception should have brought a backup dress, let me tell you. So I take this home <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like this is going to have to be what it is. So this dress is so tight. I'm telling you the day of the wedding, once I was in it, I couldn't even bend down to like put my heels on. Like someone else had to put my shoes on because I couldn't even bend to do that. So the limo shows up. It's a Hummer limo. And you have to like climb up into this limo. I remember I couldn't even bend down to put my shoes on. So we get in this limo. I'm like hoping that everything's fine. And we get to the church and the maid of honor is like up at the the front of the church with the bride. And when they go to kneel, the maid of honor's dress rips in the church. (gasps) And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this poor honey, but what is she going to do? So we leave and now we're leaving the church and we're getting in the Hummer limo. And another bridesmaid asks me to check the back of her dress because she thinks it's ripped. Sure enough, her dress ripped up the back. And I'm like, okay, mine hasn't ripped yet. Like I've made it through the church. I've made it through the church. (laughs) I'm getting out of the Hummer limo at the reception. And I just like hear the... And I look at this groomsman who's supposed to be like my buddy, who I literally met at the rehearsal dinner the night before. Like I've only met this man like once. And I'm like my dress ripped (laughs) he tells me yes and I'm like listen dude I know we just met but I need you to stand behind me in all of these photos like I need you to cover my ass literally (laughs) he's just like super awkward he's like okay I can feel the breeze like this is just this is not great um yeah, probably wasn't wearing the best underwear for this situation, but it was a very tight dress. And at least I had underwear on. And so now we have for, to walk for real. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> 
So now it's like we've taken the pictures and we're supposed to do like the grand entrance and we're supposed to sit at a head table, but we have to walk in from the back door, walk across the entire dance floor in front of everyone to then go to this table. And no one is going to be able to stand behind me. And I'm recognizing now that like my entire family is going to have a show at this point. And so sure enough, save a horse, ride a cowboy is playing. And me and this dude that I just met are walking in, waving our my flowers in the air while my butt is out to the world. Um, and my mom obviously has now seen the situation because <laughs> my whole family has. And so now we're like standing at the table. I have my butt like to the head table and they're doing like first dances and they're doing speeches. And like, I'm still just like standing there feeling the breeze and knowing that my butt is open to the world. And my mom is like, so ready to like jump in and help, but I'm in front of everyone. And I'm not the only one whose dress is ripped. Like, it just looks like we have very short slips or something. I don't know. And so finally we are like able to go and sit down and my mom comes over and literally she's the MVP of the day. She took, there was like these satin bows on the chairs and she like took the bow off of my chair and some safety pins and we went in the bathroom and she like safety pinned this makeshift bow over my butt um and covered it but then the woman who's like the event coordinator was like you have to give us the bow back at the end of the night but as I continued to move throughout the night like this dress just ripped more and more and more and so I had to wear my dad's like suit jacket out to the car because I literally had no back of my dress and when I got home since the zipper was already broken like we literally just ripped the dress up the back and <laughs> so like a 200 dollars dress completely ripped um the dj did um whisper to me at one point that he would be happy to rip my dress off the rest of the way after the event um very inappropriate so so Overall, little wardrobe malfunction, nothing Janet Jackson couldn't handle. So um, embraced my, my inner, just feel the breeze. And uh, what a time. That's my story for you. One applause to you and the other bridesmaids for trying to be so accommodating initially and like do all this extra research and try to solve the problem to make this bride's day because that's a mess. Well, I think it was worse that she didn't let us switch because now for sure butts were shown at her wedding. <laughs> and everybody was just so uncomfortable. Yeah. I also was in like six inch heels and we, the, it was at a farm. And so there was just like goose poop all over the bottom of my shoes. Did she properly put like, <laughs> I feel like the choices that were made do not make sense. Like, why are we wearing six-inch heels when we know that our venue is not appropriate place for six-inch heels? I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I definitely, like, the groom, I was like, hey, we're family now because we had to take some photos, like, on a tractor. And once again, like, my dress was already ripped in the back and I couldn't bend and I was afraid to bend to rip it more. So my the groom, now we're family, literally, like, picked me up and, like, put me in the tractor and then like picked me up and took me out of the tractor and I was just like hey we're family now this is great I can't bend my legs oh my gosh now I'm seeing the correlation between like taking pictures on a tractor at a farm with goose poop and the entrance song save a horse ride a cowboy (laughs) yeah things are making sense full circle I mean, once I took my shoes off and I had that bow covering my butt, I was like ripping it up on the dance floor. Like I was having a grand old time, but it was just, 
You know. What about so the maid of honor and the there was another bride like what were 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 they okay the rest of the night did they also have to don these lovely bows like um well someone else just ended up wearing a suit jacket mm. and then I don't remember what the other girl did honestly I was just like more focused on my own butt at that point so I was just kind of like every woman for themselves oh I think my mom pinned a bow to someone else too my mom was just like hero your mom is really. The yeah. MVP. That's what happens. Your dance mom. She always got safety pins in her purse and just. <laughs> and teacher mom. Like she, she's always thinking creatively that one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely gave everyone a show. It's fun when it's your family too, because you actually know them and they're not just strangers that you love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, made grandma proud. I don't think she noticed. (laughs) You know, maybe not. (laughs) Well, speaking of doing the best that you can while being in someone else's wedding, I'm currently my best friend and maid of honors, maid of honor um, for her wedding this September. So I started a group text a few months ago with the other bridesmaids and me and took the bride off of it so that way she wouldn't have to like deal with the back and forth of stuff and just kind of know then the end plan um so we started this group text um we picked a date to go get our dresses um and then in the last few weeks um we've been talking about dates and locations for the bridal shower and bachelorette parties this summer because the summer is going to be here before we know it I have looked into a bunch of restaurants with venue spaces for the bridal shower and most of them either had a food or beverage minimum that was already over our budget and or an additional room rental fee on top of the food costs and we're five young women in our 20s and aren't trying to break the bank but of course want to make this event special for the bride Um, so I ended up finding a restaurant with a cool rustic looking space that has a reasonable price per person, no minimums, and no additional room fee. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I, so I shared all of this information with the group, who, by the way, had done no research, which I'm not bitter, maybe a little, but you know, I will be this person in the group project that just does the things. That's okay. Um, so I shared all this information. I told them that, you know, we could continue to look into other options, but like this one seems like a good one. We might want to move on it because this seems relatively rare and summer was going to be here soon. So not only did it take several days and follow-up texts to this group, um, but once folks did reply, they asked if instead we could just do it in my backyard. And so I said, sure, we can consider that. But if we're doing it for cost-saving purposes, all the things that we would need for a backyard event, like a tent, tables, chairs, linens, catering, and also other logistics like parking, 40 people in one bathroom, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, would likely add up to the same cost or more than just doing it at a restaurant that already has all of these things. And we can just show up, decorate, eat some food, and leave. One of the bridesmaids offered to check with her brother, who works for a tent company, to see if we could get a tent for free or discounted, which is great. These tents are really nice. They're huge. They are like thick canvas tops and like stained wood poles, like really nice quality tents. So I'm like, sure, if we can get that for free or for a discount so we could have this event rain, shine, or in excruciating midsummer heat, 
that would be awesome and could solve a big problem in the cost department. She's like, great, I'll go check with him. A few minutes later, she writes back to the group with a text saying, what about this? It's not exactly like the other one, but it could do the job. And you guys want to guess what the photo was that she sent? Oh gosh, I'm scared. It was a picture of a pop-up tent, like a stock photo of a 10 by 10 pop-up tent that you would use for tailgating before a football game out of somebody's trunk. Not a tent that could seat 40 people at tables and chairs underneath it, in addition to food tables, card tables, all the things. So this is when I knew that maybe we had a different understanding of event planning and the role that we would all need to play in getting these things done. Um, so after a few more days, um, we ended up deciding on booking the space at the restaurant so we can now start planning and go from there and let you know, important people like parents and stuff know when this event is happening. Um, but next up is the bachelorette party planning. And so we'll see how that goes, but it should be interesting. That tent would have been like big enough to put the gifts under. Correct. (laughs) Correct. And I, I am an event planner for my job. So I, I know that I'm coming into this with maybe a more harsh mentality of like, how are we going from like this to this and thinking that that is okay but also we need to get some shit done so we booked the other place (laughs) when you think about bachelorette ideas I did once go to a bachelorette party at Uno's um so (laughs) that could always be an option they brought some penis straws and uh we just got a meal at Uno's so put that in your planning suggestions you know I will definitely keep that in mind. I mean, it seems right up the, the alley of that bridesmaid. <laughs> Two Unos and then just like have yourselves a day. Right. Get a cookie yeah. skillet and like call it a day. Yeah. Those cookie <laughs> skillets are really good though. I can't, I can't even deny. Same. <laughs> I just, the pop-up tent's really killing me. And like, was she planning, like you would need multiple of those. And like, I just, yeah. I need to understand her thought. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is for someone's batch. Like they're, you know, they're bridal. Like I would want it to look nice. Like a pop-up tent doesn't look nice to me. I right. Just, and we would have to have like a million of them, like all, all spaced like, out. Like everyone's stationed and they're like <laughs> under their pop-up tent. Like, how does that make sense? It look more like a flea market. But- <laughs> bridal shower really <laughs> under this tent we have uh the grandparents and <laughs> that's wild yeah. so wait now i also have a question too that you're kind of like doing two weddings at like how does that feel like is that pressure for you to be a bride and a maid of honor and like be going through you're both like going through the same thing at the same time but like in different capacities <laughs> yeah and honestly it's been really nice in a lot of ways because in the beginning I was like kind of putting things off like I'm like it'll all it'll all work out you know we don't need to plan this far ahead but like you actually kind of do because people book up so fast like you don't need to know all the details but like you do need to book some stuff and so she was good at holding me accountable and like getting some stuff done in the beginning um and I'm getting married in May and then like her bridal party we're going to have in July and bachelorette in June. And then she's getting married in September. So it's kind of 
it's kind of spaced out nicely yeah. where we can be planning, but also like have some breaks in between. So um, yeah, but it's been cool to go through it. She got engaged like a month before me. And so, you know, we've been doing stuff together this whole time. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> well, we have some advice that I think will be helpful for you, Kylie, and for your friends <laughs> and for any other oh or groom that's listening. Um, so we asked some of our listeners to give advice and Kylie, you apparently have great little minions in your world that also give really great advice. So <laughs> I just want to share some of the advice that we received. So the first piece of advice from one of our listeners, Allie, she says that it's okay to go to bed angry. Sometimes going over and over a fight all night long makes you start fighting about the things you haven't thought about in years. That's really good advice. That's very good point. I feel like everybody's always like, never go to bed angry, but it's like, sometimes you just need to sleep it off and that's okay. Yeah. Let it simmer in your subconscious. And then we have some more advice from children, like young kids to teenagers. These are literally hilarious. Um, so the first bit of advice, don't forget to snuggle, which is very, very good advice in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. When you fight, take a deep breath, which I love that too. Um, another piece of advice, I hope you have good vibes, which that's all we ever want. Good vibes only in and out, like just positive. Clearly, that was clearly a Gen Zer who wrote that one. <laughs> This piece of advice, my wish for you is to have the best years you can and to never lose your spark. Look, look at that. I love that. Okay. Um, next, happiness comes from yourself. I mean, preach. <laughs> These kids are insightful, man. <laughs> Listen, I miss this time when my brain was a simple. <laughs> next, we have when you fight, remember your dog. Honestly. That's my favorite. <laughs> Genius. I feel like dogs- Remember the kids. <laughs> yeah. Pets and kids can really change so many things. Change the perspective, I think. And the last one, which is also one of my favorites, remember that you are you. We want you to remember that. And I love that. Wow. I love it. That was great. Remember when you fight, remember your dog. Remember <laughs> <laughs> <Great> the <to> snuggle. <laughs> Well, Kylie, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today and best of luck on your wedding and congratulations. We hope that there are no more obstacles and that you never forget to snuggle and that you have good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. This has been so much fun. So thank you for having me. Um, and hopefully I can do this again sometime soon. This was great. We'll have to hear how the wedding actually goes. Yeah. And the bachelor yeah. wedding. We'll do Fingers crossed. <laughs> really, we're all doing the best we can, whether it's putting our wedding invitations in the mailbox or wearing a dress that is ripped up. <laughs> if you have a story to share, email us at bestwecanpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bestwecanpodcast and on Twitter at bestwecanpod. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And remember, you're doing the best you can and your best is good enough. Bye, besties. See you next week.